How's it going, everybody, and welcome to the show. You know, actually, this weekend was kind of cool for me. I was invited to go to a men's conference here in Woodland Park, Colorado, called the Men's Advance out of Karis Bible College. And the two guest speakers were NBC Sports commentator and broadcaster James Brown and the Hall of Fame head coach Tony Dungy. Uh, they were both there. It was amazing. I think there was 1,500 men uh, that were just there just praising God. It was the most amazing thing that I've ever experienced in my life. That being said, I'm going to be talking today on the show about five tips that I took away from this conference that I think will help whether you're a brother or sister of Christ. I believe this will help you in some way, shape or form. And if it helps you in the same way that it helps me, all I'm going to tell you right now is if you have to pause this, get yourself a notepad and get yourself a pen and take some notes because this is this is life changing stuff. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get going. All right, guys, so let's get going here. And uh, like I said, I got to go to this great uh, men's retreat this weekend here in Woodland Park, Colorado. And the guest speakers this weekend were Tony Dungy and James Brown. Uh, James Brown from NBC Sports, not the soul singer. That'd be kind of crazy. Be like, they're they're bringing back the dead, people. They're bringing back the dead. You guys can't see my hands. I look like a weirdo. My dog's looking at me like, why are you shaking your hand up, Dad? Anyhow, <laughs> but I got to talk to a couple of, or I got to talk to Tony and James after the conference and uh, just got some really great tips. You know, I, I was trying to figure out how I'm going to give these tips because I didn't want women to think this didn't apply to them. And, you know, I, I wanted to help everyone, all of my listeners. And I really believe these three tips are going to help you. You know, I'd give you more, but God only gave me three fingers on my right hand. So, and I'm holding the phone with my left hand right now. So I can't, can't, I'm just joking. That's horrible. (laughs) But, uh, the three tips are just simple ones. And the first one is this, you know, in this life that we're in, we need to understand that we just need to be ourselves, you know, be who God created us to be. Don't put on the masks. Don't put on the personas that, that you think people need to see. Just be you because God made you to be unique. See, in the Bible, it says that God created us and knew who we were long before we were created in the womb. God already knew who we were, what we'd look like, what life we'd live. He already knew this. But what's funny is we think we have to be somebody else that we're not just to impress people. But really, if you're doing that, as James Brown said, you're living in the flesh, you're not living in the spirit. Because the spirit, you know, if you live in the spirit, it says that if God is for us, no one can be against us. So if God is for us and no one can be against us, then just be you. Because those who come against you, if you are doing it through the right, if you're, if you're acting in your being the way that you believe God wants you to be, and people come against you, they will fail. Plain as day. You know, Andrew Womack, the guy who created this church up here, said that his mom, uh, when he told her that he was leaving college and he was going to go and try and do this, build this church, she told him, I, did, I raised you better than that. You need to get a college degree. I raised you better than that. And he had a very good relationship with his mother. With his mother and he said, Mom, I'm doing this with or without you. He said, God has called me to do this and this is what I will do. And he said, you can either be with me or you can be against me, but either way I will win. And a year or so of not talking, 
he was starting to work on the church a little bit, and she had a dream, he said, that God came to her and showed her him standing on a stage preaching to thousands of people. And he said to her, God said to her in the dream, I have great plans for your son. And I wrote this down because it was kind of interesting. I have great plans for your son and you will support him or else. And she woke up in a sweat and he got a call the next day and she was apologizing, telling him about the dream. And he just said he was laughing. He was like, well, yeah. And she was like, so whatever you need, I'm here to help. And he goes, so it's amazing. God will bring those people back to you if you'll just be you and be who God made you to be. The second tip is this, you know, sometimes when we ask God, the answer is just simply no. You know, and it's not because you're a horrible person or you were doing the wrong thing or whatever it is the enemy is putting into your mind. It's none of those reasons. It's simply because it's no. It's no, I have a better path for you. It's like when you tell your child, no, you cannot have candy before dinner. Why? Because I said so. How many times did our parents tell you that? I got that all the time. Because I said so. But the thing is, is if you look in Proverbs 3, it says, do not be angry at at God for saying no for his discipline or whatever it is you want to say, don't be mad, be accepting of it because God has a better path for you. It's like coming to a a fork in the road and you're like, God's like, okay, it's time to go right. And you're like, nah, I'm going to go left. (laughs) And you start living in the flesh. You go left. You don't live in the spirit and go right. You go left. You think you can do it on your own. And God's grabbing you by the shirt. This is how I see it. I see God just grabbing you by the shirt and you're running as fast as you can. Your little legs are moving. And God's just like, when you get tired, we're going to go right. So you might as well just stop now. And you're just like, why won't you let me go left? And then he's like, because if you go left, you die. Let's go right. And so you go right. Sooner or later, you just have to start to live in the spirit and stop living in the flesh. And the third one is this. You know, as Christians, we need to stand firm in what we believe. This all goes back to living in the, in the spirit, not in the flesh. We need to stand firm in what we believe. Now, do not get me wrong. That does not mean that we bash people over the head with the Bibles or that we try and conform them to our ideas. See, I think the great thing about me that, that I love is that I'm friends with everyone, whether you're a Christian, atheist, I don't care. I'm friends with everyone because I believe that is what God would want. I don't care if you're gay. I don't care if you're an atheist. I don't care if you're a Muslim, a Jew. I don't care what you are. If your spirit is good, I am more than willing to be your friend. Even if your spirit's bad, I'll be your friend because I kind of feel like God, what did it say? God, uh, God sat with the prostitutes and the sinners and the tax collectors. Yeah. So if that's the case, why not? Why can't we? You know, I went to a Bible college in Kansas and every time I'd go to the bar or I'd go into their quote unquote secular world, every time I'd go in there, they would get angry at me and say, you can't be a part of that. No, I am not a part of that. I am trying to preach to people who may not know God. You can't, why would you preach to people who who already know God? You know, it's like walking into your family and being like, all right, guys, so listen, our family's amazing. (laughs) I'm going to tell you right now, our family is awesome. Mom, I'm going to tell you, 
You're you're a good person, Dad. You're I mean, <laughs> come on, guys. No. When you're talking about your family, you're talking to your friends, you're like, you know, my mom's amazing. Yeah. The other day she cooked dinner, she's awesome. My dad, he works his butt off nonstop to support our family. He's amazing. See, you're talking to people who are not a part of the family. See, you gotta understand that. Look at it as a team. I looked at Von Miller. Von Miller's trying to get Kirk Cousins to come to Denver. Why? That'd be like, you know, here's the best way to look at it. If Von Miller was talking to Chad Kelly, one of our quarterbacks, about coming to Denver, he's already in Denver. He'd be like, yeah, dude, listen, Denver's amazing. Like, no, I know, I'm, I'm already in Denver. No, but you don't understand, man. Like, Denver, the fan base is awesome. Yeah, no, I, I know, I'm part of the team. But no, what's he doing? He's trying to promote the team to other people. You got to open your hearts and go out into the secular world. So those are the three tips I give you. Be yourself. Just understand that sometimes the answer is no. And the third one, stand firm in what you believe. You know, just simply stand firm in your beliefs and be the Christian that you were meant to be. No matter who comes at you, no matter what comes towards you, you have to come and this will be the challenge for the day for you. Number one, are you living in the flesh or are you living in the spirit? And I'm not saying the flesh like the skin. I'm talking about the world. Are you living with the world or are you living with the spirit? Think of it as a seesaw. I was talking to James Brown after the conference and I was talking about radio. And I said, how did you, how do you, how do you talk about God in a secular radio station? And he goes, I do what I want. And I said, well, yeah, obviously because of your success. And he goes, no, even before my success, I did what I want. He goes, that's why they have editors. If you don't want God's word out there, then you can edit it out, but I'm going to say what I want to say. At, it, during Super Bowls, he always says, and have a great night and God bless. But we never hear the God bless part because they go into the, dun, 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 the music part. But he said, I do what I want. He said, every time a new broadcaster comes in here, I always tell him, just be yourself. Be the Christian that you were meant to be. So guys, that's my question for you. Are you living in the flesh or are you living in the spirit? And if you're living in the flesh, you really need to make a decision to get towards the spirit. And if you're living in the spirit, are you doing it in the way God would want you to? Thank you guys so much for your time. Have a great week. God bless.